0: Welcome to the podcast for the First United Methodist Church, located in Round Rock, Texas. This week, we look back at a very special Confirmation Sunday, as our senior pastor, Brad Britton, delivers a message to the Confirmands about the church as a body of Christ and the connection it will have for a lifetime. Pastor Brad also talks about the impact the church will make as our Confirmands go out into the world and spread the message and love of Christ. We hope you're enjoying these podcasts. If this is your first time, please subscribe. We also hope to hear from you soon, either in person or online. Now here's our very special confirmation message from Brad Britton.
1: God, help us to hear a word of hope and grace and love and what you say to us and through us. And may it make a real difference in how we live our lives and treat others. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. i want to start off with a slide today. It's a picture I wanted to show you. Now, that car is not parked at a gas station, obviously. And you may be wondering, what in the world is that? Well, yesterday we went to see our youngest son, Andrew, at uh, Texas A&M. He's a freshman. It was Parents Weekend, and So we're visiting with some of the friends he's made, and you learn a lot when you talk to your college students' friends. And so we're sitting there visiting and talking with their parents, and somebody pulls out that picture, and they showed me. I said, what is this? Well, Andrew and his buddies back in January went to New Mexico to go skiing for a couple of days. Five of them in the car, five, in broad daylight, And that happens. How does that happen? They're Aggies, yes. Well, you know, how many Aggies does it take to properly fill up a car? Apparently, more than five. I'd like to say there's a great theological point to that slide. There is none. I just say to the confirmands, never do that. You're, you're brighter. I know you. I've seen you. You're brighter. But it, it did bring to mind a, a car with that on the highway is no good. You got to be connected to the pump. And isn't that what the church is, really? The body of Christ and being connected to the, the source of life that God gives us in Christ and and each other. So today is not about individuals. Today is about the body of Christ, all of it. And we don't just arrive at this day on our own. Think of your parents and what they've sacrificed for you. By the way, parents, thank you. You have some wonderful kids. Uh, That doesn't happen by accident either. Grandparents teachers, friends, people here in the church who have cared for you. And how appropriate on this, the Sunday after Easter Sunday, by the way, Easter is a 50-day season in the church, so we're in the tide season. And in John's gospel, Jesus has been resurrected, and then what do you do after a resurrection? I mean, there's no handbook for this. Well, the disciples decided to go back to the room and lock the doors. That's what they did. They just went back to the room, locked the doors, and then you-know-who shows up. He just shows up in the room. Uh, He offers them peace. He shows them his scars. And then he says, the Father has sent me, so I send you. And so, this isn't about Well, I'm coming today to be confirmed, baptized, and this is the end of the journey. I've made it. I'm now in the church, and have a nice day. That is not what today's about. Today's just another day in the process of faith and growth in your journey, and it's a beautiful thing. In the United Methodist Church, we talk a lot about how God's grace works in our lives, and we talk about how God seeks us before we even are aware of God. We talk about the moment that we say yes to God's grace in Christ. It's in effect saying yes to God's yes to us, which is what they're about to do. And then we spend the rest of our lives becoming who God made us to be in Christ. That's that's what we do. And you cannot do that as well as you can possibly without a church body. You can try, but trust me, you try to do anything on your own in this world and we need each other. So I think of all the people who have come through this great church who are now worshiping who knows where. They go off to school after high school, They get a job, who knows where they're at, but do you realize the impact of this church around the country and the world with people that have been sent through here? Think about that a second. Chances are most of you will not have this as your church home when you graduate from high school and go off. You might if you stay in the area, but chances are most of you won't. So you will take a part of this church to your work, to your school, to the church that you're a part of, and it is a wonderful thing. You know, I was thinking about some of our confirmands. Uh, this week I went into the Council Oak Preschool office to ask Julie and Julie, they're our directors, who do a wonderful job, and I asked them about some of the names. I wanted to see who, who from this list went through Council Oak Preschool. And as many of you know, throughout the years, many students have come through. So I'm reading the list, and I start with the first name, and it's a hyphenated last name. And I tried to pronounce the last name. I said, Baptise, then went down a little further. There was another hyphenated with the same hyphenated last part of the last name. I was like, is it Baptiste or? And then they said, you mean baptize? Oh, okay. Yes, those are the ones being baptized today. Got it. I figured. It a bit, let's just get this out in the open before the Julies just totally go wild with it. I'm just going to confess. This is church. We can confess. But but I began to think about that walkway and the two-year-olds that started there and were nurtured there and then came into the church and through the children's ministry and the student ministry as they come into this age and all the people who nurtured them, the teachers of the school, the directors, the volunteers in the children's ministry, the different pastors who've served here to bring you to where you are today and it's to say yes to God's yes in Christ. That's what what we're doing. And they wrote these faith statements. Each of the confirmands wrote a faith statement. And I, I was reading them this past week. And what I want to do now is share parts of those with you. Uh, then after I conclude, uh, there'll be a reading of uh, one faith statement from the whole group, kind of a putting them all together, but I wanted to read specifically to you what these students said about not only their faith in Christ, but the church. You know, a church can say whatever it wants to say about what it think, what the church thinks it is, but when you have students write about who we are, that's that's all I need. And so you are going to be the sermon today, and it's a wonderful sermon. So let me get up here and let's look at this here's some excerpts from this having a good church home just makes it easier to stay connected with god being a christian means being a part of something bigger than yourself and boy does our world need that today to be a part of something bigger than myself this church has allowed me to grow close to God, but has also allowed me to grow closer to so many more people around me. Something I've loved from the beginning of this experience was being able to just be myself around these people. Talking about you. They won't judge you. You don't have to act differently for them to like you. I could just be myself and have best friends who genuinely love for me. I believe that trusting Jesus and letting him guide you through your life is being a Christian. He doesn't want you to be perfect. He just wants you to try for him. Some people think that they don't need to go to church because they can have a relationship with God at home. That is definitely true and even a good thing to do, but God wants you to be the best that you can be. He wants you to inherit everything that He has for you, and the church and the body of Christ can help. Have you ever been at church and just felt that overwhelming power of the Trinity coursing through your veins? Well, that might be the Holy Spirit you're feeling. The church is a place where the homeless have a home, where the helpless can find help, and where many seek shelters from the dangers of the world. First United Methodist Church Round Rock is a safe place to learn, pray, and listen to the words of God. What kind people volunteering and working at the church to make it a great place to meet new people. Almost every time I come to one of the services, it provides a great message and beautiful music. Our church is very welcoming and good at giving back to the community, which makes doing a project with them a powerful moment in your life. First United Methodist Church is very pretty on the outside, and on the inside, it is somewhere where you and others can help explore or discover your faith and love in God. I believe the church is a community of Christians. I believe that the church is a living and breathing unified soul that breathes God's grace into the community surrounding it. The church is open to everyone and anyone seeking God's grace, and because of this, diverse people unify for one body. Active members of the church support it monetarily and with service, and I regard the church as a second home, a place where I am loved and can actively participate in the lives of others. And finally, I believe that being a Christian is to follow Jesus' most important command. Now listen to this. You ready? This is it. Love your neighbor as yourself. No exceptions. No reservations. Because Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit welcome everyone, and so should we. Thank you for writing that. That was beautiful and also a testament to those who've helped guide you, not only your family, but those who work at this church and share their lives with you.
0: Amen. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Sermon Series podcast from First United Methodist Church of Round Rock, Texas. For more information, you can find us online at fumc-rr.org or find us on social media at F-U-M-C-R-R.